1: Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 171 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest man, Willie Saylor. And this show very nearly did not happen and would
0: never happen again, Willie. A lot of things might not have happened if we weren't so... We were so fortunate after that. Fortunate,
1: I do feel fortunate,
0: w- because we drove back from. We drove back from Stillwater. Yeah. Through a tornado.
1: Well, Willie, you're being a little hyperbolic about through through the tornado. There was a tornado. There was a tornado pr- proximal to where we were. Arlington. Arlington, the greater Arlington area. Um, so I get a call. We're driving. It. So what happened was basically the entire drive from Stillwater to Austin, Texas was torrential, torrential rain after the Oklahoma State duel, and I we we saw some stuff. It was very dangerous. Martin called us and was like, "Thank you guys." He was just trying to beat us home. I think I think it, was, no. it was all big race. He's like, "I
0: told him to call you." They, they what didn't a worrywart! So I'm in a. Big old SUV. Oh, we should. Mm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Run it. All R- right. Willie was scared to drive a uh, 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 motorhome. Yes.
1: You were scared to drive a motorhome.
0: So, so they, all this talk about, I will tell
1: it from my perspective. Then okay. maybe Willie can tell his. So mm-hmm. they want this RV. They're going to this RV. It's a big party. You know, it's be fun. Askren and, and Martin and all these people are going to go. So they go. Kyle Brackey drives Willie to the RV place. They go, so they terrible. get it. There's a two and a half hour safety seminar. Two and a semi- half hour. Seminar.
0: They went over every, they went over the bumper.
1: The bumper? This is a bumper. If you hit something, this could help. Yeah. You not damage it. So anyways, they get it. They drive the thing. They get it to HQ. All right? They have it in the parking lot. That picture was real. They had it. They get it. They're going. They're coming to Stillwater. And literally, they pull out of the parking lot. Willie's Willie's scared. And he drives
0: it immediately to the RV dealership. That's not what happened. That's not what happened. And Kyle Bradkey can can confirm. We don't need his take. I have the facts. What do you have? You have spin. I mean, absolutely positively, I was not excited. I was not comfortable driving that thing. It's like a house on wheels. You're driving a double wide. And uh, you have to drive slow, right? It would have took us 10 hours to get there. But first of all, Three people dropped out. Front row Brian dropped out. Joe Flo dropped out. Adam Fenn dropped out. So there's only five of us. Mm-hmm. And they told us at the place like 150 times, if you drive this over 60 miles an hour, there's a great, there's a great chance of a tire blowout. So I'm like, you know, we have to deal with that. <laughs> and so Martin and Ben are like, dude, this is going to take forever. We don't even need this thing. So. So yes, this- it is true that I was not – I was not uh, very confident in driving that thing. As it turned out, it was a great decision because imagine driving that thing back in that weather. We would have been dead.
1: It's true. So while you did kind of wuss out and you were scared and you were intimidated because it was so big, it was probably the right
0: thing because coming back, it would have been super dangerous. There was was, like feet of water. There was feet of water. We were driving. So this is what happened. I started driving back. They're an hour ahead of us. I start driving back and I'm like like dialed in, right? I'm like, "Guys, I can't see anything." And and Ben Askren and and Martin are in the back and they're like, "What are you talking about? You can't see? Just drive." You know? What do you mean you can't see? Like, first of all, when you're in Nowheresville, Oklahoma, there's yeah. no there's no lights. Right, no lights. It's dark. It's the windshield wipers are going as fast as they can and you, there's so much rain, you still can't see. I'm like just ho- basically hoping I'm on the road and in the right lane and everything right. and these guys are like eh, whatever they're, they're in like, an SUV
1: also uh, in this big Ford, SUV
0: Ford for was way back there and so they don't they don't really fully comprehend or you know I thought they were just being I'm like man maybe they should drive because but I don't like when people drive so anyway we stopped to get gas and the rain is just sideways it's like there's road signs it's monsoon it's, it's like it's, Vietnam right? and they get out and they're like Oh my God! This is crazy. I'm like, I've been telling you this for four hours. They're like, dude, this is nuts. This is nuts. We better call Pi. We better hook up to the real world. I was like, I told you, you should have called was Tell them to pull over. So, anyway, that's when they called you. We saw this car just in water, up to the. And the guy just abandoned it. He just abandoned. We saw him get out, and walk away, just walk away. He, he grabbed his favorite. On CD. I-35.
1: That's not a smart place. He grabbed his favorite CDs,
0: though. You think he has CDs? Limp Biscuit mixtape, probably. Um, so. So yeah, we almost died. We almost died. Though. It was very memorable, you know. And uh, Askren, Askren I've always, n- you know, known, but not known like really well yeah. like that. And he always just busts my chops. Yeah. He called I think he called you a lowlife on Twitter, this I, month. It's fine. It's fine. You've been called worse on Twitter. But. Spend, spending time with him, getting to know him better. The dude's awesome. He's a good Astrid guy. is amazing. Smart, smart cookie. He's uh, very, very, it's very interesting to talk finer details about wrestling with him. Not, not, you know, technique, but hearing him talk about technique is cool, too. But just, you know, um, the youth system from, mm-hmm. from, from youth to on up to international. It was, uh, it was a great experience yes glad Ben tagged along I think he's glad too so that was cool
1: and then uh, but before that before we almost died before we almost died there was a wrestling match duel which was amazing great duel it had so much so many fireworks moments
0: um, even like you know you were probably there I don't know, 11 o'clock mm-hmm. but even the, even the day before watching the Hawkeyes work out um, no that wasn't the day before that was the day of that was the day of yeah Oh yeah, that was a day of. But we got there the day before. Um, you guys were doing like doc stuff. Yeah, you? we're doing a, a flow
1: film about um, Iowa Oklahoma
0: State stuff. Mm-hmm. More to come there. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a really good one. Yeah. So it was a really cool atmosphere the whole weekend, and then you know seeing the Hawkeyes work out, and it's really. It's really uh interesting and a little uh difficult. Like, you know, we we do these shows and and I we've been doing it for a long time, but still when you when you pick a certain team or you pick a certain wrestler and then walk in and you got you sort of got to face them, you know, like. But I'm always like
1: does he even know? Does he I have th- any idea?
0: I I think they do. Mm-hmm. Um that's media, yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta make your picks, right? You gotta say, oh, I think, I think Nolan Boyd's gonna win over Sammy Brooks, and then you go and you have to talk to Sammy Brooks. And, and, yeah, and is then, that who you picked? Yeah, I picked Boyd. I picked Brooks.
1: But you um, picked
0: Brock over Clark, which I did not. There, there's a lot to talk about in that match, but uh, okay, so so let's let's talk about um, let's go through match by match.
1: All right, so Thomas Gilman. One twenty five, gets the win over Nick Piccinini. It was a kind of a classic Thomas Gilman major, you know, kinda close there, first second period, close numerically, I guess you could say Piccinini.
0: I thought he started off kind of slow, Gilman. I um, thought he came
1: out I thought he came out pretty aggressive. I just think it takes a while for It was
0: he was aggressive he was dominant in what he was doing, but he didn't fire off a lot of attacks in the first period, right? Yeah.
1: I mean A fair amount. It was tough to get. Piccinini was tough to get to. Um, But then just his pace just chips away at guys. And um, so he ends up getting the major, exactly eight-point major, I I believe. Um, Gets it with Ryan time, couple takedowns. So you look good. But, man, he's just – you have to have your eyes on this guy at all times because you never know what he's going to end up – what he's going to do. Like, before – like, during the warm-ups, like, he has no – like, Ben Askren was watching this, and he told me about it. He goes out there. They're all drilling, you know, they're on the mat. It's on a stage and he he walks out there. He stands right over the cowboy that's in the middle of the mat and like six
0: years, you go and he Did he? Sh- he shoots it. I know. You know what? I was looking for that. I had to be in the back with the production guy. So I was I was like coming out from production mm-hmm. to the mat and then back and when they w- when they came out I, I wanted to watch for that But I couldn't I had to go in the back So I knew I knew Thomas would do But yeah. he didn't do that He
1: didn't do that like During a super prominent time It was just something like I think he wanted to do Yeah what, uh, So He wins And he gets into a little Skirmish at the end Not even a skirmish Just Back and forth Something That was at the end of the duel
0: Right Handshake. That was when the
1: duel was over yeah. yeah
0: So Gilman's always up to
1: something Man he He's great He's great. I mean, he he's, is great. Who, who asked this? Someone asked, uh, "Who's going to be Thomas Gilman next year?" He graduates. Start sending in your resumes, guys. Who is going to be
0: this gonna be
1: powder keg for controversy? You love him, you hate him, but you talk about him constantly, kind of guy. Because that's what Gilman's been. You know, going back from Midlands to this week. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't know. We, I love those kind of characters. I love. Yeah. When, I love when people do things. Outside the box, I love touchdown celebrations. I love, I love tweets that get people riled up, but there's not there's not really too many of them.
1: No, in wrestling,
0: Eric Montoya, but he's a senior. I mean, he graduates too. He's a senior.
1: But Dylan Placier, he's, he's graduates really graduates
0: too. Patrick Downey graduates too. This is the class of savages. This is a class of savages. You know, uh, who was Berger? He got a little, but he's only sophomore, so maybe Berger. But it, I don't know. But Berger's Tyler. not one of those guys. He just yeah. was, It was like a one in a it, right thing. now.
1: It's it's not a body of work with, with right. Tyler. Yeah. Right now he's just um, he's had one 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 strong moment, but we haven't seen it. So
0: I don't know who the next Thomas Gilman is. No, I thought that. I thought that. Piccinini wrestled a little scared, a little tentative, and I'm gonna t- I'm gonna say something else. I think <laughs> you might find this interesting. I think Cade Brock did too. Hmm. I think Cade Brock wrestled a little tentative in his body language. I don't think he was. Well,
1: it was counters. You utterly know? confident. Yeah, um, I can see that. You know, he wasn't really getting to legs as much. He wasn't.
0: Yeah, I, I can see
1: that he wasn't utterly confident. But I think that's Corey. That's Corey Clark. You know, it's easy to say. Yeah, Cade K- Brock's going to look more confident. Against someone that's not as good as some, a two-time NCAA final, so I don't, I don't think it's a, it's not necessarily I know, I a mean, mentality can, flip as it is. No, a, you
0: can see, but you can see guys. I mean, guys have gone out confident against David Taylor. Guys have gone co- out confident against Brent Metcalf. I don't think that Cade really went out there confident. Okay. I, I thought he was really tentative, and and right, you are going to get that the first time you wrestle. A Corey Clark, the nation's number one, right? The first time you wrestle him, you're gonna be like, maybe a little bit, um, maybe a little bit tentative. But he was up five zero. I know, but I don't know. it was counters, and even when, even when Clark had him in in precarious situations, it would take a second. It's almost like Brock was thinking, like it wasn't a quick dive roll, it wasn't a quick spin out of the, of. Uh, a uh, Russian. It was. Yeah. Uh, think about it for a second and then do it. So, so I picked that match wrong, but I felt like my reasonings kind of showed itself. Like
1: so he gave up a dumb takedown, trying that. He went to the well too many times with that spin around thing. I, um, I, I feel like he didn't wrestle mistake free. Uh,
0: I don't think so either. Or and I think I think that was a good example of being a little tentative because he when he sort of bailed on that 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 spin out. Well, it worked the time before. He tried it once, and then he tried it again. I know. Um, Both takedowns were on counters, right? Yeah, I think the the cradle, the
1: controversial one, that one is strange. That is a really weird scenario. It's a really weird position, and I tweeted— Because Clark's sitting on his butt. But the hands aren't locked on the cradle in that moment, which I think I think they were locked at one point though. They were locked at one point, yeah. but when he wasn't in takedown criteria, you can have a cradle lock to not be taken down.
0: Well, I think you have to set it, on that it, head. it's a really goofy situation, and I tweeted a, a, a still a picture of it, and you can't really get it from a still picture, right? You can't. It's that's tough because it's, continui- it's continuing action, but um, and then you know, I said I thought it was a takedown, and and I was. Texting wit morning star, he's like, Why do you think it was a takedown? And and I'm like I just, you just th- you I just should drop that in there. I'm just thinking it's a uh, I think it's a takedown based on the way they call takedowns uh nowadays. I mean he was he, almost behind he him He wasn't I, behind him, he was out to the side. I don't know. I, I can show you stills where he's almost completely behind him. And in real time I thought it was a takedown.
1: Um, I did too, I
0: think. In real time, I thought it was a takedown. Uh, watching it watching it repeatedly, I'm like, I can see where some people don't think it's a takedown. But I said to Morningstar, I said, I, I don't know, man. I thought it was the way they call takedowns. Maybe I don't know the definition of a takedown anymore. I don't know. Yeah. Because it's... I'll tell you another situation. I told Mike Mal yesterday. A lot of times, I also don't like the takedown where it's like single... And you touch the other guy's ankle, and it's two. I mean, this—what is? It? You're controlling. You're—are you really controlling? Because a, a, a fraction of a second later, the guy turns his ankle, and you don't have two anymore. But if you touch it once, two. Yeah. It's. it's yeah. Nebulous. The takedown
1: rules are, are. They're different. Um, but that wasn't all the drama in that match. Then no. you have the riding time insanity. Corey Clark has 59 seconds of riding time on the clock. Mm -hmm. And that prompts a challenge, I guess, a challenge and um, a little bit of additional controversy. But several people have said they went back, they timed it and everything. And I've heard
0: from 53 to 59, but never a minute or more. So Mm -mm. I don't know. It was said 59 on the clock, I think. I mean I didn't go back in time the whole match but people have a lot of people that go back in time the whole match have it well below like yeah. 53 seconds yeah. right but if if you take the time where Clark gets the takedown to the time Brock gets the escape you end up with like 58 59
1: yeah and what another mistake that Cade can continually made he kept going under diving under Corey Clark, you're like you're going right in his wheelhouse. I don't. I mean, Corey, I don't know where his health situation is. at. we all saw the the giant brace on his shoulder, but it was obvious he wasn't attacking legs there. He's looking for his go behind, and that that to yeah. me that's indicative, and that corroborates. You know, he's got this injury, and it's tough to finish underneath guys like that. So yeah, him I, not getting the legs and and Corey Clark having those opportunities, that many opportunities from short offense, I think was well. A that's mistake.
0: why I think. That's why I. Th- it's it's really hard to say. You know, you walk away from that match and you're like amazing match. Maybe match of the year. You could certainly write a dissertation on it with all the all the things that were going on. I mean, and the the potentially dangerous call. The potentially dangerous call which I didn't think that that was imminent. Did you think that like if they don't call that he's going over for sure? Maybe I uh, I think the way that
1: Clark had the ball. I don't know what yeah. so he had the bar like this, not like across his back perpendicular so that's probably probably why.
0: Yeah um, but the you know there's so many things to talk about that match, but when it's all, like when it's all said and done, you walk away from that match. Can you say definitively who will win that match in March?
1: No, right. you sure can't. I mean it's once se- all right here's the difference. here's the difference. 59 seconds of riding time, Cade wins, okay? Minute of riding time, overtime. Ride out Clark, Clark wins. So three things could have happened that dramatically, that the result changes. It could have been overtime, it could have been a Clark win, just in a matter of seconds. So that's how close they are. And that's how close, you know, at
0: 49, I know out of two I, seconds of riding time. Right, but you could, me and you could wrestle, and, right, two guys could wrestle, and one guy could win, but you say, okay, you know, it was a close match. I got this guy next time. Or I got, uh, yes, he'll, that'll, that will continue. That will be the story next. I don't know that you could look at this match and, and take away anything, like, really, and say, you know, Cade will win next time. Ah, Clark got him next time, you know. That's just the way the things. It was just a fluke incident. I, I don't know that you look at it. I would say that at first I said to myself, if Cade stays out of... Front head if he if he stays one out of the Russian because he just kept getting in that Russian it was like Good luck. what are you doing Cade no, you can't you can't listen he gets to that tie against everyone it's not
1: it's easy to say It's like saying don't get doubled by Jordan Burroughs he gets to his tie wrist climb climb he's done it for four years now you okay. can't say what are you doing that's what he
0: does yeah okay if Cade can mitigate that. Eff- mid- effort. Mm-hmm. This is my initial thoughts. If Cade can mitigate that, and if mm-hmm. stop uh, stop, Bur- stop Burrows though, you can do things. That's okay. You can do things to reduce that. You can do. Re- you can. You can wrestle to reduce those opportunities reduce. for
1: that guy. He needs to reduce and mitigate.
0: Forty-one, Dean um, Heil Forty-one, Dean Hyle. He just gave up an easy takedown at the end. Yeah, I, I guess... John it, wasn't happy with that. John was not happy
1: with that. I, I guess he's like, oh, I don't have a major, so... I don't know. I guess it's more of like what it represents than what it actually meant. To me, I was like, I bet he doesn't give up that takedown if he didn't have to give it up. And maybe yeah. that's the point for John. It's like, yeah. you would not have given up that takedown if that was for the match, but you did. But for me, it, it's a non-thing. So I think I think it's just further... Tover Carton, super tough guy. You know, Dean Heil... It's the gold standard at 141. Topher Carton, you
0: know. Just that overall in the duel, too, and, and coming from coming from things John said, after the duel, I don't think that either team rode very well. Like, not, not just didn't ride very well. Like, I think both Th- teams were poor on top. Well, uh,
1: how many of those guys have guys that are really known for the top? I mean, Sammy Brooks is, and he rode like crazy. Um, Preston Weigel is, and he rode like crazy and turned. Um, Stolen Schaefer aren't known for it Gilman Pitch aren't known for it Clark rode well Clark almost had a turn Nearly had riding time Um, You know I I don't think you're dealing with Many guys on those teams That are just Are good on top There was a
0: lot of guys That got out easy Quickly
1: I know That's because They're wrestling guys That aren't that good from top And this is D1 These are elite guys I don't know about that
0: You don't Um, know that These are guys are elite Or that they're D1
1: which, don't you know? I'll clarify.
0: I don't know that they're not good on
1: top. Who's good on top in that duel? It, who, who kate okay has been riding okay this year. kate has been
0: riding okay this year. He let Clark out I mean, without much resistance. Who he, rides Corey Clark go back, ever? Go back and watch. There's a difference between riding Corey Clark and riding some of these guys and even, like, attempting to. Th- okay. Go back and watch.
1: I, I actually was there.
0: You were not. <laughs> I think instead of taking pictures of Tom Brands, I was not taking pictures of Tom what, Brands. What I was, was videoing.
1: That? There was crazy. The listen. Did you see the picture? I can't unhear things that were said on both sides. It was it was insane. So I, you was were like, videoing? I, I was like, I, I. You're on the call and your phone's like. No, <laughs> it was like, wow, this is great content. That's that's where my mind immediately goes. Like maybe I can capture some of this, and I missed, I missed it all, and you couldn't the. Not, it doesn't go wide enough. First of all, rookie mistake going vertical with the go iPhone. Horizontal with Gotta it? go horizontal. I have never done that during a match before. Um, Some
0: of those pictures were priceless.
1: So then, uh, but then at the end, I was ready. You know, I missed it at 33. I didn't get the exciting moments, so I was like, you know
0: what, never again. Did you notice the like, the vest, what the vest situation? Uh, Coach John Smith had a nice one. Yes. But surprisingly, Morningstar had a vest.
1: Oh, oh, that's a subtle little Tom. He's coming into his corner. It was a sweater vest, though. So he's kind of he's kind of entering um, Scott Goodale's corner there. But he's kind of coined that at the press
0: conference. Did you notice, Smith. Tom Brands, vest? Not a sweater vest, vest. Vest culture's taking off. Luminati. I think I.
1: That's true. Tom. I think it's it's high time. Yeah, he did have a vest. On. A I did notice com. that. So Coach Brands had a vest. Vest game strong. Maybe it's an awesome wrestler thing. So I should not have been wearing one (laughs) several (laughs) days ago.
0: Um, 49, nothing happened at 149.
1: Yeah, zero things. One time Brandon Sorensen got to legs with no time left in the first.
0: I was talking to Chris Perry the night before, and and he was like, I think this is the time. Um, Colica breaks through. You know, I've been working a lot with him. And he did... Win the match win. but nothing happened.
1: No. You know that was that was not fun. That was not a fun one. It was a lot of like head tapping and near shooting and almost trigger pulling, but never really anything substantial. That's gonna be listen, it's probably that's gonna be the NCAA semi. Someone's gonna have to get a takedown. Someone gets a takedown, they're probably gonna win the match. How much
0: so, so that gives Kalika a leg up in seeding, but but Sorensen's gonna get the three anyway, right?
1: Yeah, it's gonna be a two-three. Maze will be the as long as Maze is the four, you know, who's gonna be? What the if Maze?
0: What if Maze beats Sorensen? Can can Maze even get the three? When would he wrestle Sorensen? I don't know. Maybe if they hit in a duel or something.
1: Sure, yeah, he would get it because he's he's only lost I think is to Kalika this year. Okay, so that'd be a two-three. That would be bad, but I don't think they're going to wrestle.
0: Okay.
1: So- Sorensen's got a...
0: So you're saying there's very, very f- small chance that Sorensen is anything but the three. Yeah, I don't see... I don't.
1: I mean, he would have to slip up to against someone we wouldn't expect. Yeah. He doesn't have... Maze is not on the schedule if they hit in the duels things later, maybe. Um, but, you know, he has to win Big Tens, which, no small task... It's gonna be a tough weight. Big tens. He's not winning Big 10s. Sorensen. Sorensen? Oh yeah. He's gonna get second at Big Tens, cause Zane. Okay, so fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna give you real talk. That was kind of boring. I don't know why there was just one takedown in that match. I don't know why that was wrong. Know why. I,
0: I did not anticipate a low scoring match. I did not anticipate a match with that few scoring opportunities. And then they come out and they're very active early. Yeah. Literally in the first like ten
1: seconds there's a shot, reshot, yeah. exchange, nothing. And I'm like, and that, then,
0: that's this is what I thought. Here was we go. Yeah. They're gonna mix it up.
1: No? No. Kemmer guy's takedown, he got reversed, got away,
0: and then they trade escapes. Kemmer, I'm telling you, man, he, he gets his leg and he sucks it up. Yeah. He's a good finisher. Man. That's um. That's not easy to do. That dude must be strong. It's like some Mark Perry, Matt McDonough stuff there. Ed Ruth was good there, too. Yeah. And um, so that's how he got his takedown. Joe could not get through head hands. No. Right? Mm-mm. Could, wasn't able to really move him around with his collar tie. Joe's, Joe's usually good. Collar and ankle. Here and here, and then level change, but he couldn't. He couldn't figure out his defense.
1: No, no. I'm surprised Kimmerer didn't attack more, didn't get to the legs more. I don't know if that was a uh, – if Joe kept him at bay. But thing about Kimmerer is he just gets to a lock so many times in a match. Like, he mm-hmm. just he just gets to legs. He's got that range. He just finds his way. Even though it's not always great position when he gets to right, the lock. yeah. But he gets to it, and it just didn't happen. Well, so. that's
0: what I used to say about McDonough too, really, is like – and to a certain extent logan Steber. like logan, yeah. logan Steber would take these shots and it was like i wouldn't teach my kid to do that but that's logan. not the way you should do it but then he finished right and matt mcdonough would get here and i would say i would never th- i would never teach my kid to get to that position because the name of the game is not you don't get a point for getting to a leg because Guys that are not as good as Matt McDonough, they're getting stalemated. And yeah. so I wouldn't tell my kid to work that way, but it worked. Matt McDonough made it happen. Yeah. Logan Steber made it happen. And Michael Kemmer, while he gets it on his shot, he makes he uh, he thrives he off of it. Yeah. He finishes. So uh you know,
1: with with Kimmer, you know, he's like their their highest or second highest ranked guy right now. He's really he's he's finalist contender. Bell. Yeah, there's no question. I mean He's now. Friday, it's gonna be problems. Young Guns on Young Guns crime here.
0: I, but I mean, that's a no lose proposition right. for, for Michael because you get your hands, you get a, you crack get a, on you him. Get a feel out of it, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. So that was
1: 57, 65. Chandler Rogers, no Joey Gunther, no Alex Marinelli, though he was there. Um, dressed. It's, it's Skyler St. John. Uh, he was wearing warm ups. If that's what you mean by dress. I yeah. don't think he weighed in. Um, oh, really? No, he didn't weigh in. So, St. John just, just outmatched by a pinner. Pinner's pin. And uh, that's what Chandler did. Assassin. With Askren in the crowd. That's kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to say. And when When we make predictions, I almost never... I'm not going to predict falls. Even from a... I don't know. But... He made it happen. Yeah, I knew
1: I. I was like, he will pin. I mean, it's just
0: he gives himself a lot of opportunities. Gunther banged up, or they just opted. No, I'm
1: sure. I'm sure he's not healthy because he's he's a better option, I think, than than Skyler St. John. 74. Good job by Crutchmer. Consistently attacking, you know, start to finish. Good job. Even though I think it was a slow start for both, in a way. Meyer just. Doesn't get his engine rolling.
0: Man, I tell you, he was coming on in the third yes. period, though. Yes. He was coming but. on in the third period, but start that earlier.
1: Yeah. It just
0: takes him a little while to get going. He gets. He might be really good if, like, the periods were 3-3-3 or something, you know? Yeah. I would back I would in, agree with back that. Back in that day. Back in the 3-3-3 day. But Crutchman looked good. Um, I thought he looked strong. Yeah. A lot of attacks. A lot, right, a lot more attacks than we're used to seeing and... And so that was that. '84, I tell you what, Boyd didn't look right, and Brooks put the hammer to him. Yeah, he did.
1: Um, that cradle was—that was some man stuff there. And then it gets him with that tilt. He was almost pinned twice, if not. I'm d- I all right, I'll said. Say uh, let me say this. Mm. If Scott St. John was pinned. Nolan Boyd, I think, was probably pinned.
0: I said that on the ride home. I said to those guys. Should have been in my ride, bro. I said, I said, Boyd was pinned, and these guys said no. I he Kyle, Bracky, Kyle, Bracky you said he, he was pinned. right up. I
1: tweeted as soon as it
0: happened. Yeah, but it was, I must have been Ben and Martin and yeah. Sion and them. They said no. I thought he was pinned. Yeah. Not yet yeah, Tilt. Was, I thought he was pinned in the cradle.
1: The tilt was like.
0: Tilt, he was glued. Oh, he, was he? Like
1: his blades were like right towards me. I was like, oh. But, you know calling pins is hard <laughs> what is it easy it's not easy it's close the assassin is weird because st john was almost like doing a sit-up in it and then he was back and it was a weird position he would he, he did five minute abs what are they called? <laughs> six minute i think
0: six minute abs.
1: hey he did but he would have got the thing is whether he's pinned or not he's in an assassin with like a minute to go that he was gonna get put away,
0: and you always see, you always see in those situations too, a referee that's like bouncing from side to side, and they think they might have missed the pin when they were out of position coming over this side. Then they give the quick one, man. Then they give a quick
1: one. I like quick pins. I'm team quick pins. Let's just. I'm not team. Boom. Quick, man. Make them quick pins. Yeah. No. Uh, being on your back should be penalized heavily in every sense of the word Uh, don't tell me you're in that camp
0: where like there's camps yeah that camp that says like summer camp if you're if you're head to feet if you're trying to pass a leg and you get stuck there you you should give up near fall i'm not saying that that's a little well yeah just said it no no i said
1: you should call pins quick that doesn't mean you said
0: being on your back should be penalized heavily oh yeah i do believe that
1: well i mean if you're on your back almost pinned
0: uh, if it's
1: close, you're pinned. I'm, I'm, I'm team you okay. pinned. I'm not saying count near there's fall. Teams, there's camps? There's there's camps and teams. If you dive under to get a LA, lay,
0: I don't think you should give up near 97, fall. Weigel, that was pretty much expected. What was not expected was heavyweight. Not for him to win that way, personally. I, I, I knew that, you know, I when, when we're handicapping the matches and you're saying, okay, um you know Thomas Gilman win Brandon Sorensen win Michael Cameron Jojo now, you you know on paper that there's matches that and you give to a team you give you give them right but you also know like Kalika could win mm-hmm. right the the heavyweight match was a match that I I said and everybody said stole but I thought there was a chance that Schaefer could Sure win. yep and and but I didn't expect what I saw
1: didn't expect it to materialize that way because Stoll and maybe I overvalued how good he was. Go behind are maybe I'm underrating the strength of Schaefer. But guys that go under and and Schaefer ended up underneath him several times without he didn't score every leg attack. For him, for Stoll not to get any counter takedowns there. Normally his feet are really fast for how big he is and he gets around. That's how he beat Mike Krells last year. I was like, I think that's how. He gets beat. I think it's one of those things that kind of snowballs out of control. You got to come back, so you shoot, and then now you're losing worse. He had two just like beautiful takedowns. The one at the end was a really tough finish. Um, but it's like, what do you make of the well, the stall, the stall stall? What do you make of
0: what do you make of stall calls?
1: I mean, I I think the rule it, it does a good job in that if you if you get pushed off the mat, if you get taken off the mat. And I shouldn't use the word push, because then I know what that that opens up a can of worms. If a guy takes you off the mat, it is it's stalling. But I think Schaefer, even though he gave up three, um, and I'm gonna get I don't know if we should talk about maybe I talk about edge rules too much. I don't know. Um, But like my issue with it is one guy took all the leg attacks, so reward that
0: too. Reward that risk. I'm I'm very it's a. Difficult. Look, Sam Stoll's a problem for these rules Yes Because if you're gonna well, You know how we always say You make a rule and the coaches and wrestlers will find a way to game, game them Sam Stoll is in a great position to game these Because he's a big dude who comes from a Greco background And has, ex- has amazing positioning uh, He's able to move you and he's a, he's able to get into positions that you can't you can't defend. Like you, I mean, he'll walk it he'll walk you to the edge, right? Yeah. And so, um, and he, good he, by him. That's a skill, right? Well, we're talking yeah. about this on the ride home, and Martin's like, "That's a skill." Yes, he's like that's it not is. like you can call it gaming, but that's an ability. That's a skill. Not everybody can do that. Absolutely, that's absolutely true. But. but, but he, He's using it, right? He's to his advantage, and he's not going to take that many leg attacks, and he's, he's going to get in his position. He's going to move you around. He's going to walk you to the edge. It's almost
1: like the Iranians do in that they get you to the edge, and then you shoot, go behind, or you go out for a point. So it's like you got to pick your yeah, poison. right? And Schaefer, I thought there were there were probably four or five other situations where Schaefer was towards the edge, near the edge, and he was able to circle back in, do a good job, and not get hit for stall. As it was, he still got hit three times. Mm-hmm. and gave up two points in that way. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I am pro punishing guys that can't stay in the middle, but it, I'm also pro rewarding risk.
0: You know, it's going to even come into greater effect, I think, with smaller mats. Like the Oklahoma State doesn't have the biggest mat in the world, but NCAA mats are much smaller, right? Right. Maybe not much smaller, but they're smaller. So now well, as Iowa's mat Right, it, it, I was mad. is almost Penn State's a mats is huge disadvantage for Stoll, but at NCAA's when the matches mats are smaller because they have to get eight mats down, um, that's a step or two less that Stoll has to take. You. We're, tra- we're going into mat dimensions. Mat dimensions. You don't get for mat part. dimensions
1: on just any podcast. We're giving you dimensions. Um.
0: So that was that was all the matches in that duel. There were and ten people. Look at the duel score and say, you know, you, you come back to, you come back home and and. The whole, the whole kind of company knew. Everybody at the office knew that this was a big duel because we were talking about it. We're getting an RV, and we're, you know, it's, it's the talk. And they're like, "Oh, Oklahoma, so Oklahoma State beat him pretty good, huh?" Well, well kind of like three seconds. Yeah, like, like literally it, the. You the have right to explain to non-wrestling fans, right? Like, it was twenty something like, to eleven, but
1: like if that's a football score, yeah, they beat you pretty good. But like in in wrestling, it's like the margins. You
0: have a close match. You get no points for it. Yeah. yeah. That's why... Hey! That's why duels are tough to... Prognosticate. Not not just to prognosticate, but that's... That is part and part... That's a clear example of why I don't subscribe to duels as the way to decide a, a, a team championship.
1: No. Yeah, I agree with that. But... I love dual meets. I think they're a really unique, awesome thing that that our sport has. So, um, jeez, I'm reading your notes here. <laughs> <Keep killing me. laughs> last
0: night, last night, um, Christian says, "I said, I said, so Thomasello's number one, right? And Cade's number two. I said, who's number three? Is Clark number three? And he said, yeah. And he shoots me the link to his uh." shoots me a link to his document, his, his spreadsheets of rankings. And, um, so I can look at them in real time as they're, as they're changing them around. And the most interesting thing to me and Christian knew what I was getting into, uh, is looking at the names he has in the bottom of his spreadsheets from like five years ago, kids that graduated three years ago. They just, he just never took them <laughs> I mean, you never know when you have to know how you know if he had a key win or something. Stephen McPeak. Stephen McPeak's in the. Stephen spreadsheet. McPeak was he graduated involved. from Bishop Lynch in '94. <laughs> he For might, some reason he, still in the spreadsheet. He might get a six year. So let's talk about rankings changes a little bit.
1: Yeah, um, 33 was definitely the most movement, the most changes. Although I thought it fell into the top three. I think was simple. NATO is a clear number one now. Yeah. Um, he has elite wins at 133
0: and. Going back to twenty five. Were you able to watch that match? I I was able to. What you were running around doing all kinds of stuff at the duel. I was able to watch. Yeah, six um, two. I think six two after the first period. Like it was just uh, seven. The three. There was three takedowns And a stall call. Or two A stall point? Nathan Thomas in the first period. Nathan Thomasella. Hey people! As immediately people said, Willie said he's too small. I don't. Did what? I ever say he was too small? Yeah, you said he's too small. Did I say it was too small, or did I say he doesn't need to be there? You, um, and I sure as heck didn't say he's too small to be good. Well, he you, beats he beats Zane you go Richards, to the size too much. He beats Saint Richards and everybody. Good. Yeah, everybody on. tweets me. Oh, I thought he was too small. I when did I say I never said that Nathan Thomasello was too small to be good at one thirty three. Never.
1: You are, you too you have. Create a reputation for yourself that you you fixate on size so much, and it's just irrelevant. Like ninety eight percent of the time, size size does not matter. Okay. Gosh, gosh. bunch of eighth graders. <laughs> you should have seen the looks, Holmes and Bracky here. They're fourteen years old, guys. You're professionals. Tell Willie that he's. <laughs> Willie to too. Right you ain't no better. <laughs> Grow up. You've got a. You're trying to be something you're not with your quarter zip sweater right now. You can't. You can't wear a quarter zip sweater and laugh when I say that. You can't. <laughs> are you Are you out on this show? That <laughs> gone it, Willie. Noted. How much Noted. you that's weigh? That's your file.
0: H R. That's that's H R violation. You're, All right. Okay. So I never said. Yes, you did. I said that he didn't have to. I said he didn't have to go. Don't to walk it back. You just own it. Just own it. You're you're the size guy.
1: There's nothing to. You work.
0: evaluate how I big. I knew. Guys. I knew. Darn well. That NATO was going to be fine at 33. Matter of fact, what? Let's go back and look at my preseason predictions. Let's do it. I know what I said. Undefeated
1: NCAA champion. What did I say? I think you had him get an eighth. I had NATO to win it.
0: So did you? Yeah. So don't. Don't, after he beats Zane Richards, don't everybody tweet me and say, oh, I thought it was too small. Ben, first thing, I, you know, I'm walking out there. It's before the, the Oklahoma State duel. He's like, hi, you said Nato was too small. I did. I, well, I picked him to win the national title. So, uh, We need to go back and listen. Cause I go back. If, I wonder if that's true.
1: I wonder if that's actually true. Go back and look. We need, we need a stat boy or something.
0: Okay. Um, so that was... Oh, so, so no Stephen McPeak. Number one is Nathan Tomasello. Brock, too. Brock also in the pound for pound. Brock in the pound for pound. Who has he beaten in the pound for pound?
1: So Cody Brewer. You may be familiar. Familiar and with his work.
0: Corey Clark. Two pound for pound wins
1: is uh, not super common.
0: Tell the people. Tell the people in the Buckeye State. What? Tell them who's not in the pound for pound. Oh, wait.
1: Oh. Well, it's not that he's not... So he's out, but he's out because he doesn't wrestle. Bo Jordan. Bo. You know, I picked Bo to win an NCAA title. Elaborate. Well, pound for pound, at some point, I don't know, to be one of the is 20 punish- best.
0: Is this punishment because you wanted to see him wrestle Zach Brunson?
1: Was I mad? No. No, I don't think that's why. I, no, I just am like, you know what it was? I was like, maybe this is a bad rationale, but, like, I'm not taking Zaheed out who's one Midlands, one Vegas, beaten oh. elite guys So you were in, in
0: Cade. So you were in the situation where you needed a slot for Cade and you had to take somebody out, and yeah. you're not going to take out Zaheed. I get that. And I'm like, he comes back in, then Zaheed maybe gets bounced out. I, He's, I, his I,
1: wins aren't that – his wins are – I'll say this, Cade Brock has better wins than Bo Jordan. That's facts. Okay, what's Bo's wins? Daniel Lewis –
0: um he's got other good wins. they're, they're not they're not great. But, but but Daniel Lewis isn't pound for pound. No. And Cade Brock has two pound for pounds. What does Zaheed have? Zahid's got Do Zahid, he ever beat a pound for pound? Real mm, Robuto's been pound for pound is
1: not anymore. He's got a lot of top ten ish wins.
0: So so There's right not now not many
1: guys with, as my point. Not many guys with pound for pound wins. Logan Massa has one.
0: So right now Zahid and Bo about the same win. Area? I would say not, certainly not this year. Um, so his best wins
1: Daniel Lewis, David McFadden, Steven Rodriguez. Um, what about Steven McPeak? No. Uh, <laughs> no Dylan, Dylan Palacio. Uh, Nick Sulzer is probably his best win. So th- these are, that's what we're talking that's about. Just. okay Okay. Um, so yeah, Bo's out. Cade's in. And someone asked me what is. What has Cade done? I was like, well, frankly, more than a lot of people. He, he hasn't lost. Can we talk about that? He has one loss in his career. And it's not really, we don't, for rankings, you don't count injury defaults. Default. Right. Even though he
0: was he was getting that work. Uh, it's pretty, yeah. Pretty good resume. Yeah. Undefeated. It's not bad. With wins over a national champ. And a two-time finalist. And the number one kid in the country. Yeah. Two-time finalist. Three-time All-American. So,
1: yeah, he, he belongs. The toughest decision was uh, Micic at four.
0: So, he beats Montoya. Micic beats Montoya. I, I didn't wasn't able to watch I heard it was lopsided. I heard it was bad. Yeah, I heard he controlled every aspect of it.
1: Um, so, Michich gives you a tough decision because, oh, he beat Montoya. He's put him ahead of Montoya. He's got this Brendan Fitzgerald loss. Ruins everything. That... What was it a non approved move? It was, a, and that's what it went back to. It was an unapproved, it was a splato. No, or it was kind of like a yeah, it was unappro- no, it was a mixer, it was kind of a mixer. It was weird though, it's like his own move, like he's like a he like kind of made it up. So he hit it on Michich, unapproved. Just kidding, that's not a real thing, but a, but that is an outlier performance for Michich. He he's been very consistent this year and his redshirt year. People forget he had multiple All American wins as a as a redshirt and was solid. So okay,
0: um, let's talk about. Is there any other individual, like big changes? Big changes. Because um, I would like to move to. I would like to move to the team aspect. If there's not, any. let's
1: move to the team aspect.
0: Will we? okay. So, did these duels have any large impact on how you think of them, either as a dual team or NCA? Team. Now, Jose Rodriguez, Mm. Jose Rodriguez, at a point in time this season, looked like he might be able to score some points at NCAAs. Now he looks like that's not the case. He got beat by Travis Piotrowski uh, 10 0, and it doesn't look like uh, Jose Rodriguez will be an impact guy come NCAAs. Um, I don't want to use the word unraveling.
1: Ohio State because that makes it sound like that's a little that's a little strong. Mm-hmm. But like
0: Hayes it, goes down. That's yes. bad.
1: Um, You know, Jose a little drop off. We haven't seen Bojo. Miles Martin's hey, taken loss
0: last year, if you would have told me on April 1st last year that Jake Ryan has a lot of potential. I mean, he he, he yeah score some points. Jake point. Ryan. Um, because he wrestled, I mean he had Joe dead to rights. All but. Right? Uh, if so, if you told me we can count on a couple points from Jake Ryan at NCAAs, I would have said yeah, yep. Yeah. Um, that doesn't look to be the case right no. now. So, so you you know you don't have Keyshawn. Jose uh, Rodriguez goes from a five five points at NCAAs to looks like nothing now. Jake Ryan goes from like five points to it looks like nothing now, right?
1: Yeah, that's true. It's true, and then. You know, Miles' transition to 84 hasn't been smooth. I don't think anyone thought, you know, everyone saw how he was at 74, and I don't think anyone expected he's just gonna set the world on fire. But eighth at Midlands, losing to Decal, he's lost to Zabatsky, uh, lost to Renda. So he's losing to only good guys. He only loses to good guys, but it puts him in a in a round of 12 tier. He's he might he's gonna be a guy wrestles in the round of 12. Now he'll win that match. He could lose that match. Um, but he's going to wrestle someone good, probably in that round. I don't see him making the semis this year. Although, who saw
0: it last year? Yeah.
1: And he was a destroyer. Miles Martin.
0: So, w- what's the team situation so right Ogul- now? Oklahoma State, obviously, you
1: know, they get a big bump with Brock and a, a subtle one with, with Kalica and Settle Schaefer. subtle one with Schaefer. Yep, and Boyd comes back down just a little bit. So, they extend their lead slightly over Penn State. Um... So but no no major no major takeaways for me. I think it's starting to look more more like a two team race, you know, with I was not using Marinelli. Um Clark is not trending the right way. Now that could reverse and that could change. But they need Gilman, Clark, Sorensen, and Kimmer in the finals. That has to happen, I think, for them to win it.
0: Uh, you know what and that that could still happen. So maybe I'm being a little for me, too I reactionary. Don't, for me, I don't know. It's tough. Like, what is Cortez?
1: I don't think you know. I'm.
0: I'm. Th- at this
1: point, I'm. You can't expect you think much. think
0: that there. you think that if Cortez doesn't come back and have an impact, that Penn State's still. Let's say, if Penn State gets zero points out of thirty-three and forty-one, you think they're still fine? I mean. They have four guys
1: that are going to score over a hundred points. I bet. Really? Yeah. Not 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 uh, individually. That would be a record. Okay, between the four, I think it'll be over twenty. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Nolf, yeah. yes. They scored it S-Zane, last year. Yes, um, Nickel. Yeah, Nickel is destroying people mm-hmm. now. Y- y- and remember, Nolf was one of the highest scores in the NCAA. He took second. Okay, he was like the third or fourth. Yeah. Um, Zane you know, right? I Suriano, I think is going to score 20 plus. I mean NCAAs. minimum, yeah, the minimum. So you have 100 points with four guys. I mean I think th- I think that.
0: Maybe it'll be maybe it'll be 80. It won't be 100. It'll won't be. 100. But it'll be it'll be 85 9 it'll be 80, 80 to 90. Yeah, it'll be they would have to really Yeah, it probably won't be 100. So maybe 80 between four guys.
1: Then you but Neville's looks great. He looks great. He looks like a top five guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, All right. Um, I don't know if I said anything.
0: I don't know if I answered the question, um, because. No. Uh, well, you did the math, right? I that's did the math. that's true. Right now, you're looking at four guys scoring eighty points minimum. Yeah. Um, and and Oklahoma
1: State doesn't have that, but Oklahoma State they have certainly more bullets in the chamber. What if someone like Chandler Rogers goes on a run? That's that's the kind of thing that can blow like a Matt Miller last year for Navy just pins everybody. Uh you didn't you don't have to win the the tournament to s- score real real points.
0: Yeah, but they're going to need something like that. I think like you did that. answer the question. What? what? Because you know you're because you know you're getting 80 from those four and then you know you're getting more than that. You know a, a Nick Neville's Vincenzo. Vincenzo they do it every. Penn State does it every year with a McCutcheon, McCutcheon. So you can't.
1: You can't just say McCutcheon. no.
0: Sion, we got this employee here. Sion. A lot of fl- a lot of people out there in the wrestling world know Sion. We're gonna, we're gonna bring him on the show sometimes. <laughs> he he used to work at Iowa State. Can you tell the story? He used to work at Iowa State say and it. and uh, he's good friends with a lot of well-known people uh, in the wrestling world. Everybody knows him. Bobby Douglas cut him twice. Bobby Douglas, right? And he just calls Heskett, him up. Haskett, he's buddies with Haskett, but he 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 gets everybody's names wrong. He, he can't every, say. It. He can Last hes-
1: year, last year he cracked us up. He drafted David
0: Tarau. He's like, I'll tell you, David Tyru. Give me Tyru. He said, talked about Ty, Tyru the whole time. He's this big Jamaican guy, and he and he kind of talks like. Oh, he's he's funny. From New York, right? he's hilarious. He's like, Give me Tyru. <laughs> yeah. Well, his name's Terrell. <laughs> Terrell. And so, <laughs> so. this weekend he called Brett Farr Pfar. Brett Pfar. <laughs> and he called Mc, McChrystal McAllister. McAllister. And he, he cal- called uh, McCutcheon McCutcheon. <laughs> we got to get him on the show. He's great. He is.
1: Uh, we. Uh, you can tell a story. What? Which story? The, when he wore the infamous shirt. No,
0: that's we're having. We'll have him on. We gotta have him tell that story. We have him on. He has several stories. Yeah, and the crazy thing about it is too is that he know. John Jones was in the office last yeah, week. Yeah, he knows John everybody. Jones was in the office, and John was like real, like taking everything in, and you know, was like, "Hi, John. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Willie. Nice to meet you, Christian." Yeah. He sees Sion. He's like, hey, Sion, what's up, man?" We're like, "What? <laughs> you <laughs> you boys with John, John Jones?" Yeah, he's the most inter- interesting man in the world. on is. We have to have him on sometime.
1: Anyway, I'm right. really mad because I'm getting this refrigerator. Have you heard? Have you heard about this drama? You bid on a, you bid a hundred dollars on a refrigerator? I got a fridge. It's a great. It's a steal. It's a brand new. Uh, I think it's a. You're all about voucher life. Always in search of the next. All right, um, Cornell. What about Cornell? What about? They like, They're blowing my mind. What, what's happening? I don't know. Golasso's at 65 for a duel. We see Palacio for Drexel, but for Missouri against Daniel Lewis, MIA. What's up with that? Um, wanted to see that match a lot. Um, Robuto up at 84. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on. I mean, that's just for a duel, right? I just mean, for a duel, like- but, but like, at what point are we going to see their actual lineup? You know what I mean? Like, I haven't seen... I don't know what they're doing. I I believe that Palacio at
0: 65 is the long-term plan. I think it's trending I mean, that's the word on the street that I'm getting, and I have no idea if that's true, but so I will really, max out. I really want to know that information bad, badly, Bigly. because that, that has huge implications for two weights. Yeah. 57, it changes things. That's 20 percent of the NCA weight classes, if you're counting at home. Wow.
1: Big, two two weights. Big stats. It
0: changes. Guy. Big stats guy, Willie Saber. That's Sabre Metrics.
1: So that's Cornell. I don't know I guess I don't know what that means. I mean Womack may be the odd man now. It's a guy that got nationally ranked. He's gonna be set aside, I guess.
0: All right, we talked about some of the others um, the other big matches of the week. Nado over Zayn, Michich over Montoya, Piotrowski over J Rod. Um, high school news. Adam Buciello going down. Um who did he lose to? Camacho. Yeah, Come- Camacho. Oh Camacho, yes. Camacho, I'm telling you, dude, that dude's that dude's good. He took a loss at Beast, um, but he had a really fine he had a really fine super thirty two from Danbury, Connecticut. I mean, not a lot of you know That's not where, a, not that's a, where Kevin Jack's from, I think. Not a hotbed. I think Might have made Not a hotbed. Head. Yes. I'm right. Kevin Jack is from there. Yes, so not a hotbed, but um, you know, d- college coaches go look at Jacob uh, Camacho. Um, I'm sure they are now. Um, high on that kid. He, just but beat he beats he beats Busiello. Um, Brian Courtney. Um, took a loss. Uh, to KJ Fenstermacher, kid from back district, my, district eleven. Back in my neck of the woods. Um, and then Ramo Claybove, round two goes to Ramo.
1: So they split on the year.
0: Yep. Claybove uh, beating him. Julian beating him in Beast of the East finals a couple weeks ago. Uh, and then Woodley beat your boy Borst. VA. Borst. I don't know how
1: this guy... He goes to Sharando High School. Yeah. What does what, that mean? I don't know what that means. Uh, it's like that's not where a lot of people live. Like, that's like... There's more people than where I'm from, but it's like that part of the state. I don't know how he gets to all these good tournaments, but they... It's awesome. This, like,
0: do they not have see... modes of transportation in <laughs> Shut Sharando? Shut up! No, no, no.
1: You're not understanding. Like lesser schools, they don't travel that much in Virginia. You don't go to Powerade and all. I wonder Beast if the whole school and... went.
0: Sometimes they just let one one kid in.
1: Yes, that could maybe they're doing that, which is good. Good for Charando high school.
0: Sure. But Borst is going to be awesome. for Virginia He tech. is. He is. I mean, Woodley's tough and he's difficult. To score on. I, I'm not. Boris uh, will drop. Um, the rankings will change. But in my estimation, a loss to Woodley doesn't change. How much does he going to drop? What's he right now? I mean, they're going to flip. They're like right there. But what, what I'm saying is he's not. I think he's done more than doesn't, Woodley. Doesn't change my opinion. Of, they split too, right? That's that, what that I'm was saying. A they split. Match. He beat them already. Anyways, he's out. Christian's out on re- recent results. <laughs> um, what else do we have to talk about? Oh, Sammy Sasso. Tell the tell the people Sammy. Top Sasso.
1: five for Sammy Sasso. In case you uh, In case you want to know, we're gonna have a article for those of you losers that don't listen to this. Losers. But here's a little just a little treat, something to chew on. You know, top five for Sammy Sasso: the Iowa Hawkeyes, the Virginia Tech Hokies, the Nebraska Cornhuskers. The Ohio State Buckeyes, and the North Carolina State Wolfpack. Where what do you think about that? <laughs> that's a pretty solid list. It's a really good that's list, five, right? uh That's five super choices. It's Once really again, good. Nebraska on everyone's list. Nebraska's on Cong- everyone's list. Everyone's list every time.
0: And, you know, there's, ties, there's ties there. Um, Snyder's from District 11. Big shot. Labriola's District 11. You know, they grew up wrestling around each other.
1: Yeah. Okay. Gabriel,
0: so, um, any gut, any gut feeling there? I I I don't. I have absolutely no idea. You know, you you and I don't think I don't know if Sammy's one hundred percent right now. Well, yeah, I don't think he's he's just got it down to five. You?
1: No.
0: You no gut feeling there? Um. Hey. We're out of time, but mm. run, down, run down what we will be discussing on next mm. show because we got monster juicy matchups this well, week.
1: Yeah, there's a lot going on.
0: So, UWW probably
1: changing some rules and maybe adding weights. Had you heard about the Greco change? Yeah, you were incensed. Uh, well, you're changing a rule set based on one tournament. Like, oh, pff, we got to get rid of this. It might take a little time. You're changing the very fabric of how Greco-Roman wrestling is done. It might take more than a tournament. <laughs> I know that was so it, stupid.
0: I mean, it's like don't. We're changing the rules. Well, we we tried it at the well, tournament over well, there. Well, we tried it, it over work. there. It
1: didn't like it, so we're done. Well, okay, good good patience there. Um, also, they're adding weights, maybe possibly potentially. Well, that would be beautiful. Up to ten. That would be beautiful. Holy, they're going to be starting twenty five. Um, Cade Brock will be tested once more. And he. This is a completely different. You giving up Brian time against Corey Clark?
0: Oh boy. He doesn't. Seth Gros s- coming. He doesn't completely excel. I shouldn't say excel. Uh-oh. His difficulties. Cade's difficulties comes against squiggly guys. Squigglies. Squigglies. Mitch McKee's and stuff like that. Mitch McKee ain't squiggly. He ain't funky.
1: He's yeah. I guess he's, I wouldn't say funky, but he's a little bizarre. Gross is a little different kind of funky. We'll see. We'll see. I think he can do it. I think he can. Uh, we'll be talking about that. We talking about Massa Imar, which Kyle Bracky, respectfully, respectfully, disrespectfully, um, says ain't a thing. D- says not even a match, not even a thing. Said Imar's gonna. I think the words were destroy him. Was the word destroy? The verb. Yeah, destroy
0: him. That's we'll a see. verb.
1: We'll see. I uh, I am not so. Play us out. Uh, yeah, I'm not so. Listen, I'm picking Imar least tame guy in NCA wrestling but um Massa Massa is probably the biggest threat to this man I'll say that He ain't scared tell Massa
0: you, ain't, no fear there
1: Massa ain't scared He he will not he will not be respecting He will have a uh, less respect than Kyle bracky did I know that Um so I'm going to rock the party that's the name of our playout song Here we go let's see if it Here we, we go Rock the party We thank you guys so much for listening to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. There we go. It's a little... I like this. I can intimidate you, lord over you like this. Willie's a lot shorter now for you listeners at home. Thanks a lot. We will be doing this once more this Thursday. Can you commit to Thursday, Willie? Yes. Willie commits to Thursday. I also commit to Thursday. Episode 172 of Flow Wrestling Radio Radio signed by sign my We've got a lot to talk about yet. We thank you for listening and we will see you next time. See you guys.